You're listening to the Rotten Gems Podcast. The show where three dudes talk about movies we love. That critics maybe thought should be sentenced to 10,000 years imprisonment and made to wear a tunic as a symbol of their deceit. Let's get rotten. Hey everybody, it's Keenan in the editing studio here. I uh, just wanted to give everybody a heads up that during this episode we did experience some technical difficulties with some of the audio processing, so there might be times where a question gets answered before we even ask it, so if you hear that, that's what's going on. Uh, thanks for sticking through it, and here's Brett. Take it away. If you're still listening, whether it's on purpose or you were just working late trying to build up the courage to turn on your new invention, and you thought that maybe a trip to Arby's might give you some courage, no dice, then you hit up Popeye's, Del Taco, 14,000 calories later, you found yourself down at Subway, powering through a 12-inch veggie on whole wheat, babbling to a cutout of Jared, probably not, uh, but it still didn't give you the courage to turn that thing on, so here you are, well, we thank you, and who exactly is we? Well, let me introduce you to my co-hosts. I'm Keenan. And I'm Marcus. And I am Brett. We are your Rotten Gems podcast crew. Um, Captain Kirk's nipples, guys. You ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. That's right. Today we're talking about Land of the Lost, starring Will Ferrell, Anna Friel, and Danny McBride. Um, Friel? Friel? Friel, Friel sounds right. Uh, honestly, I've never avoid... heard of her before this movie. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to avoid no saying anybody's names. So I looked her up, uh, and I surprisingly had, I don't think I've seen one other movie that she's been in. And like, she's been in movies that I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I, I, I never saw limitless. I think she was in that. And, uh, I, I did see limitless. I, I don't remember her is. at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just interesting that she was chosen yeah. for this movie that I guess. It's hard when you can't keep your eyes off of handsome Bradley Cooper. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's why they had to CGI him in Guardians of the Galaxy. They wanted to steal too much of the show. Um, hey, he was originally cast as Star-Lord, but they were like, you're too goddamn ass. So they went with Chris Pratt? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't look that up. <laughs> uh, all right, Land of the Lost, guys. So for those of you at home, if you haven't seen Land of the Lost, and you want to keep listening to us, um, you know, you will be spoiled. It's kind of a thing. You, if you've made it to episode four by now, I think you kind of know what we're about here. Uh, but this movie did come out in 2009. So consider this your spoiler warning for an 11-year-old movie. Um, now, Keenan, Marcus, you guys have seen this movie, right? Uh, yep. This is probably another one that me and Marcus both saw together in theaters. Uh, I think I was working at for uh amc theaters at the time so we probably saw it for free and you probably got me a poster <laughs> from the movie theater that's hanging in my office right now we get it you guys are best friends jesus <laughs> see you guys you should do this podcast <laughs> uh, so yeah here's a quick synopsis of land of the lost so it's from flickster again a space-time vortex sucks scientist Rick Marshall, Will Ferrell, and his assistant Holly, Anna Friel, and a survivalist, Will, Danny McBride, into a world populated by dinosaurs and painfully slow creatures called Sleestacks. With few resources at their disposal, Rick, Holly, and Will must rely on their only ally, a primate named Chaka, to try to survive long enough to figure out a way back home. Uh, yeah, that's, again, once again, th this description, I think, is pretty uh, detailing of the whole movie. <laughs> we, we that's don't it. If you're listening, you don't yeah, have to watch it. I mean, we, we pretty much covered it. Um, <laughs> something I did. And there's probably a good chance they didn't watch it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that, that, that actually leads us to the next part then. Um, so let's address the elephant in the room, guys. Uh, the scoring of this movie. Um, we are looking at a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score not much better of 32% <laughs> and a whopping 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb. That's 5.3 chorizo tacos, 5.3 gallons of dinosaur urine, and 5.3 copies of Matt Lauer can suck it. 
out of ten. <laughs> so let's let's right away. Um, this one critics didn't like and audiences didn't like. Well, we're four weeks in, and I think we really should kind of set the record straight that you know what we're not perfect. We might be wrong about some of these movies that we rewatch. But God damn it, this was not that's it. one I of felt like you had, I, I felt like you had, I movie. felt like there was more to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I uh I expected a bad Rotten Tomatoes score. Like I really did, obviously. But when I saw the audience score, I was pretty shocked because this is a funny movie. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go on record here and I'm going to just flat out say, I don't think that this is a good movie per se, but I did enjoy it. Absolutely. And it did make me laugh. And even now watching it 10, 11 years later, I did still enjoy it. It's like, there's a difference between movies that are, are great and movies that you enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. Like, like for instance, I love the show arrow. And all of the CW CW shows is Arrow a good show? No, <laughs> Pro- probably not. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I shots fired because I know like both of you guys I know are really into those uh, DC CW shows. Yeah, and like I, I started watching the first season of Arrow, and I mean I could see why you guys like it, but like some of the acting was bad, and like, of course, like. It's... I, I just I couldn't yeah. get past it, so I, I get it. It's kind of like a guilty pleasure. Yeah, and and in terms of quality, again, not great, but it's still entertaining. It's a universe I enjoy. I do like the cast in it. I've met a lot of the cast through like comic cons and stuff. And okay, I was I was in it from. <laughs> he knows personally. He's gonna call in a couple. John of John Barrowman. I had him sign my bow, and he smelled it. So I have a signed bow from John Barrowman in my closet. And he yes. knows the scent. But, but anyway, this is this is in that alley too. I I'm fully aware that it's not good. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, this movie sucked, um, we know that. But we liked it, okay? <laughs> but if it didn't make you if it didn't make at you least, laugh. Right. <laughs> I mean, at least at least I I, I know I can re- realize that it's not good. I'm not sure if you guys actually like thoroughly enjoy it still or or whatnot because I know I know when we we met initially to create this list, this was high up there cuz we all did like it. But I uh Again, after watching it now, I'm like, okay, like it's still funny. It's not as funny as I remember. I still definitely enjoyed it for sure. But that's probably why I haven't watched it since I originally first watched it. What would you rank it? Like Just out curious. of 10? On a Rotten Tomatoes scale. I, I, if I was an audience score, I mean, I'd probably rate it a 5 out of 10. So 50%? Yeah. So around 50%? Okay. So that brings me to a, a line of questioning for you. I just want to throw out a couple oh, of random God. movies and see if you would rank it higher All or right. lower than this movie. And I'm, I'm going to go on. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go on a random movie generator and see what pops up. Let's see the first one. Uh, would you rank this higher than Absolutely. Risky Business? Without a question. Okay, interesting. Um, uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I'm going to be honest here. <laughs> I hate Tom Cruise with a passion. But I did like A Few Good Men, and that was a good – that, okay, here we go. Here's the opposite end of the spectrum. That was a good movie. I can't, I can't argue that. But, like, it's not one that I'm like, oh, that's, that's a favorite. I got to watch that again. Once was enough for me, but it was a good movie. 12 Years a Slave, great movie. Am I in a hurry to watch that again? No. <laughs> All right. Here's, here's a good one. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. I mean, okay. Th- now this – was Tom Cruise's one role that I enjoyed. Now I enjoyed I, I enjoyed a few good men for the movie, but not for the Tom Cruise role. But I mean, this was this Tropic Thunder had to be Tom Cruise's greatest role of all time. Well, he, he played more realistic. He probably played. He probably <laughs> played himself. To be honest. <laughs> but yes. Uh, but better. speaking of Tom Cruise. The scene with Matt Lauer, I didn't know that was actually referencing an interview that Matt Lauer actually had with Tom Cruise, where 
like it was just an was extremely awkward interview and like you're being glib right now or I, whatever he said he said something because it was about like uh I, antidepressant yes or... yes that, <laughs> yes that's that's the okay i didn't like... i didn't know until right now that that's what that was based off of <laughs> yeah that's the only reason they had that scene they they actually reached out to matt lauer and he was just like yes uh it, it's 100 percent just like that interview and i kind of want to have like an, a reenactment of how like awkward that that's was. like okay <laughs> i just thought that whole thing was so like funny and random like what like why why the matt lauer like are, were they friends with him and they're like well let's just put this in there or whoever re- adapted this or rewrote this and was like no we need to have this matt lauer scene i just want to know where that came from i loved it the matt lauer scenes were amazing i just want to know where they came from May maybe they were just right. uh, <laughs> they could tell the future and really <laughs> they they knew that matt lauer was going to turn out to be a real life dick and kind of a gross, sleazy person. <laughs> I wonder if he read the book. <laughs> and he can suck it. So um, that's that was basically, in a nutshell, my first impression of the movie. I mean, I, I really I, I enjoyed this when I first saw it. I did see it in theaters, and I thought it was hilarious. I think I saw it maybe one more time, like after it came out. But I haven't watched it in probably a decade. But what about you guys? First impressions? Uh, I mean, obviously. Uh, it's got Danny McBride and Will Ferrell, so it was a hilarious movie. Uh, again, I, I would agree with you. It probably wasn't a great movie, you know, uh, because like you, I, I really didn't rewatch it too many times. Um, it wasn't one of those movies, like I forgot I even had it. I had it on like DVD that I think I bought from a blockbuster <laughs> used <laughs> That's a weird thing to admit, but okay. <laughs> oh, old, yeah. man. We, we lived in the age of blockbuster. The age of blockbuster closing. Did you fire <laughs> it up on your, uh, on your VCR? <laughs> I would have. But yeah, I mean, uh, uh, but... I thought it was funny. I still like it. It still makes me laugh. What about you, Cannon? Yeah, I, I'll be honest. Off of memory, I would have probably rated this probably in the 80s on a rewatch. I could definitely drop that down to around 60. It's, it's funny, but it, 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 especially halfway through the movie, it, it definitely starts to drag a bit, but it's still I, I think I think more it's just the style of humor that we like because it's, it's got all of the, the people, you know what I mean? So that was a thing I wrote down here I wanted to talk about. And tell me if you guys agree, but I'm watching this and I'm like, Danny McBride's character in this movie is he not the exact same character he played in Hot Rod? <laughs> like, he literally even had a yes. bag of fireworks <laughs> in this movie, too. I'm like, oh, it's Rico. They were actually re- yeah. uh, recording at the same time. And he was just like, hey, hang on, I got to get into character. Like, <laughs> done. like I, I feel like they saw a Hot Rod, and they're like, J- yeah, just do that. Do that again. Uh, and you know what? Uh, <laughs> when you bring it up, and going back to Tropic Thunder... He was like the fireworks guy in Tropic Thunder, too. <laughs> That's so right. I didn't even think about that. Oh, man. Uh, the, the movie calls for fireworks. Any, anyone got Danny McBride's number? <laughs> Jesus. Now, now I'm like, this makes me want to go down a rabbit hole and see if there's any more. <laughs> I'll be t- wait, wait. That'll be our next, that's, uh, our wait, next spin-off wasn't podcast. Wasn't he, okay, uh, 30 minutes or less? Wasn't he the yeah. the bomb yeah. guy? He was the guy. Yeah. Okay. What is that movie rated? Because I love that movie. Hold on. You know, I have no idea. I'm checking uh, that I, one right now. I think that was one of those movies again, similar to this one, where I watched it once. I know I thought it was funny, but you know, there's just so many movies out there now. I don't know. I'm nervous about this Danny McBride thing. I feel like we're we're getting <laughs> we're too, too close. close. If anything happens to the Rotten Gems dudes, know that it was murder, and it's because we got too close to Danny McBride. Um, 30 minutes or less meets our criteria. We could do that one too, boys. <laughs> we'll add that to our list. Put it on the list. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. <laughs> we, just, we just uncovered a conspiracy. Um, so a few things I wanted to talk about here. So, again, something like my, my initial watch of it and rewatch of it they they were 
they yielded different things, of course. One, I just, I loved it. It was a comedy. Like, it was just a mindless comedy, something you can go and turn your brain off. And it's still that. But something I didn't even know at the time. Um, and, like, having looked it up now, like, if I didn't look it up, I probably still wouldn't even know. But Yorma Tacone was Chaka? What? <laughs> He's going to be a Russian right? all-star by the end of this. I didn't know uh, that that was who played him. I think I knew, uh, probably not the first time I saw it. I, I think I saw it because I, you know, I'm hooked on IMDb. <laughs> so I just go through those IMDb rabbit holes. But so I knew, but I wouldn't have known because he looks nothing like himself with that makeup right on. that's what i was thinking because like i looked it up and i was like that's chaka and and then i looked at his face during the movie and i'm like i would never have been able to tell that had i not just you, you can't see it yeah yeah no not at all and he, the way like even his like movements his body like uh his body movements are so exaggerated as chaka whereas like in something like hot rod you know he's playing like a, like a stiff a mama's boy <laughs> yeah yeah just watching chaka bounce around like on all fours like i just looking at that I'm like damn that makes my knees hurt just watching him or it's like his dance <laughs> when they first see the uh the record playing <laughs> with the two uh skeletons and yeah. he slides into the room and then that scene where he actually actually breaks out into song and everyone looks at him like what the fuck <laughs> best character in the movie i think him or Danny McBride. No, um, so this movie, uh, again, this is our second movie now that we're doing that is a remake. Um, this time, it's not a movie that was remade, but a 1974 TV series. Um, and in fact, there's a line in the movie when, uh, as the raft goes over the waterfall, Rick Marshall, Will Ferrell, says, this is not a routine expedition. Uh, the theme song for the original show started with the lyrics Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. So there's lots of, there's lots of little subtle nods. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he sings it. Yeah. He sings it yeah. on the banjo. He sings the entire <laughs> song. I, I actually, if you haven't go on YouTube and look up the original, uh, 74 opening theme, it is oh, delightful. Lovely. It's stop motion and the peak yeah. of 74 technology. That's okay. Uh, so it's funny you mention that because, like, <laughs> I just saw a meme like today, and I was like, "Oh, that's funny." Um, you know, like people think the moon landing was fake and that it was CGI, and then you watch things like that, and it's like completely stop motion. It's like, what's <laughs> what kind of CGI do you think they had back then? <laughs> I think I saw the same thing. It was the like gorilla. The, uh... Oh, okay. I was thinking of the Dumbledore's. <laughs> or not Dumbledore, uh, Hagrid's face. Yes, you gave Yeah. 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 So I mean, it was like, uh, I'm feeling like PS2 Hagrid today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and so, yeah, lots of little callbacks to the original, sh the original series. Like there was a time when like they realized they were going to be there for a minute and Holly like ripped her pants into shorts and whatnot. Apparently she had ripped her outfit into like the exact, outfit that uh the holly wore from the show and then um also kathy coleman and wesley ewer who played the original show uh Hall the original shows holly and will they shot a cameo for the movie but uh it was cut when the ending was changed i looked up i was like trying to find out what the original ending was supposed to be uh but i didn't have any luck so if you're listening out there and you do know how this movie was supposed to end let us know. You can find us on Instagram. Find us on Twitter. Uh, while you're there, see our posts. Comment on movies that you'd like us to. So far, we've we've had three episodes. We've posted them. Our response uh, has been, I guess, it's exceeded our expectations. We just expected like a few of our friends to listen to this. <laughs> our expectations uh, were zero. Yeah. No expectations. And then uh, we. <laughs> <laughs> three listens by you me, uh actually no I, I couldn't bear to listen to myself speak so marcus twice but <laughs> yeah um and that was for editing purposes uh but no we had a few people like suggest movies we have a long list and our resident analyst keenan here has like created some wacky excel formula where we all rank it 
then it takes our rankings into effect. And that's how we're, we're choosing what we're doing next week. So we've had some suggestions for listeners from listeners. I'm sorry that we have added to the list. Um, we got, we got some exciting things coming up. So thanks for sticking through episode four. Um, it's only going to get better. Um, I just want to say, uh, good job, Brett. That was a pretty smooth transition to, uh, a plug for our own podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, a plug for the podcast that you're listening to <laughs> that you wouldn't hear the plug unless you were listening to. So it's either highly successful or completely ineffective. What is marketing? Um, but another thing I wrote down here that I wanted to talk about, it says um, that this movie was a box office flop, um, making just... 68.7 million worldwide on a budget of a hundred million. Uh, so I'm not great at math. <laughs> that I think that's what money. that means. I think 68.7 <laughs> is less than a hundred, but I'm not a movie expert. None of us are movie experts. That's why we are here agree <laughs> disagreeing with critics. We've made up we've made a habit of it. <laughs> Uh, I'm guessing half of that hundred million went to uh, just Will Ferrell. <laughs> he was top build, uh, and then Anna Friel was billed um, second. So that's why when like we we say who is like the movie starring, sometimes like a lot of the movies we have like like um, like Bedazzled, there's really only a couple people in there. Hot Rod, there was a lot, but we we'll say who it's starring based on like the top billing of it, and I don't know how movie contracts work or whatnot. Um, or again, n- none of us have seen Anna Friel. I'm not saying she's not a great actress or anything, but she was second build. But then again, um, I don't really think Danny McBride is bringing in a lot of uh, <laughs> like demand for money. I think he just basically plays the same role in every movie. Unless there's fireworks. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, especially back then, I think he's a little bit of a more known person now. Yeah. But I, I think that was probably more on like his his rise up. Yeah, true. I mean, if you think uh, about all the different branches of these, like today's comedy movies, maybe not even today's comedy movies, like comedy movies from like five, 10 years ago, which have been kind of our trend here, but like we've got hot rod and he's in with the Andy Samberg and the lonely Island crew. Right. Then you got like pineapple express and he's in there with James Franco and Seth Rogen and crew. Right. Then you got 30 minutes or less. And he's in there with Jesse Eisenberg who branched it like so we, keep that in mind guys when we are doing our six degrees uh danny mcbride is also a good one that i'm starting to learn yeah that's, okay. <laughs> yeah we're not using them. i think we used them for hot rod right? <laughs> uh yeah, did we? he was the the dude that we started with was it uh, that seems like so long ago uh ronald meyer pre- our head of universal studios is quoted as saying land of the lost was just crap so he didn't even like the movie that they they put out um but he's he's a critic and we uh, we already established that critics don't know what they're talking about so we hate critics here everyone's a critic everyone's a cynic um but on on better notes i'm not just trying to like crap on this movie the whole time it did win an award actually um uh really prestigious award um an oscar uh, close in fact you could say the opposite <laughs> sunday <laughs> it was <laughs> Grammy. Uh, it Emmy? won the Golden Raspberry <laughs> Award for worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel. <laughs> ripoff. So, for those that don't know what that is, the Golden Raspberry Awards, also known in short as the Razzies or the Razzie Awards, uh, it's basically a parody award show honoring the worst of cinematic achievements. Uh, it was co-founded by UCLA film graduates and film industry veterans John J.B. Wilson and Mo, uh, Mo Murphy. The Razzie Awards satirical announcement ceremony has preceded its polar opposite, the coveted Academy Awards, for four decades. There were actually tons of nominations from this film, but this was the only one that won. Uh, and I just, I'm just wondering, like, if you're an actor, how would you feel personally being nominated for a Razzie Award? You know, uh, <laughs> a win's a win. From what I've seen, like a lot of the times, uh, the people that get like nominated for those Razzies uh, are usually like 
pretty good actors or pretty good at what they do. They're just in a bad movie. Like, wasn't it, I think it was Halle Berry who won an Oscar for Monster's Ball and then won a Razzie for Catwoman. Oh, I did not know she won a Razzie. And it's like, yep. I think it's like uh, a known thing where she accepted her Razzie uh, but brought her Oscar with her or something like that. See, but I feel, I feel like that's, so I, I feel like that's different him. though. Like if you, if you win an Oscar, then like in my mind, I'd be like, okay, that's it. I'm done. I've done, I've done all I can do. Like, but a Razzie is like, okay, well this movie was bad. I already have my accolade. I need to prove that I am great here. So, but like, if you're, like Yorma Tacon was nominated for uh, worst supporting actor as as Chaka, and I'm like, I'm like, first of all, f- fuck that, uh, Chaka Chaka was yeah, great. Yeah, that's, that's that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Right? He, he was yeah, great. But also, Chaka. like, I feel like Yorma, if he won that, he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, this is awesome. But again, it, it, I guess it depends on the type of movie. Like a comedy, I feel like this type of movie, if, if they want a Razzie, they you know what we should i should have looked up like the award ceremony and watching them win it to see what they said but i feel like they would just feel like they would have just if like in, taken it and enjoyed it or whatever <laughs> I, I i know i certainly would but if it was like a serious role or something or like an action movie and and it wasn't meant to be over the top it's like uh what's his name um uh steven Seagal. <laughs> something yeah. like him like i feel like he would take it a little bit more. Wait, you mean serious. Steven Seagal might overreact to something? <laughs> Him and Mel Gibson, man. <laughs> Let's see what else did I have? Oh, um, so Ron Harper, who portrayed Jack Marshall, uh, Rick's brother, in the third and the last season of the show Land of the Lost in 1974, uh, he was invited to shoot a cameo in this movie. He declined uh, because, in his own words, I have this problem with dinosaur urine jokes. <laughs> you would be amazed with how many times he gets offered movies that have dinosaur urine jokes and he has to turn them down he's like yeah i mean it's like i'll take a look at the script see what oh i dinosaur but yeah, okay but the thing about that is oh, is man. watching this again i remembered that that scene <laughs> that that still might be one of if not my favorite joke in the whole movie still oh yeah I laughed so hard, even on this rewatch. Like, instantly made it worse. Reduce the effects. Oh, instantly and worse. You know what? I, like I don't remember it being as long as it was. Too, like it, it felt like it just kept going on. I was like, man, this is great. Solid gold, golden shower. Of gold. Genius. Yeah, that's it. Well, you're gonna have to end the podcast. All right. yeah, that's a uh, joke. We're not gonna be able to do any better than that. That was like uh, one of my favorite jokes. I think the when another one of my favorites was the when they're like high on the tree fruit juice, or whatever. Chaka, you have to tell me: Are you a cop? <laughs> uh, Chaka. Just, all all of that, and then at the very end, with Danny McBride going back to the tribe of Chaka's people, uh, just so great. <laughs> all the hideous these, women in his tribe. Women? Uh, cool, some man. of the jokes like I remember thinking were very funny at the time but like I don't know if it's because I remember the joke or just didn't find it as humorous anymore I don't know but like you said Keenan I felt like there was a few times where it, it dragged <clears throat> it dragged it dragged a bit but like there were there were okay. jokes being made but I don't know the uh, the bug on his back though that 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 was still hilarious to me, <laughs> and the, the reveal yeah. of like the wound yeah, the next day so was so perfect. <laughs> yeah, all um, <laughs> a giant red. All of the bubble. jokes like when they first meet Chaka and he's like touching her boobs or whatever, and then Rick's doing it. I'm like, okay, like yeah, I'm like I would I would have thought this was funny <laughs> yeah, in 2009. Yeah. But... Let's give Rick credit. He didn't do it. <laughs> He's a respectable uh, doctor, but not. I, I uh, yeah. Again, I, I would have thought that was funny. Like, and I and I did think it was funny back then. But again, we're about growth here. Yeah. So, like, uh, I guess it's a good time to ask. Do you guys think it still holds up? 
like when I say holds up, I mean, well, we've already talked about how we, we, we enjoy it still, but probably think it's less funny now, but in terms of like jokes and quality and you know what? Um, I mean, yeah, again, some of the jokes, maybe not as great. Uh, but I mean, they're like, it's constant joke. True. So. <laughs> you're batting. <laughs> you're doing 60%. You're still, you're still solid. Uh, yeah. It's still a good game. You, <laughs> there you go. That's still and, MVP. Uh, I was actually. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sports sorry. talk. Sorry, Brett. Uh, MVP oh, okay. stands for most valuable player. Uh, and, 600 and home runs. around 600, 600 home runs. I got it. Uh, it's beyond spectacular. Listen, listen, I know lots about <laughs> yeah. sports. All I know is you got to go out there, give it 110%. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Take it a game at a time. Yep. Uh, you say that, bringing back uh, Bedazzled, uh, I don't know if you knew that we had another return actor in this movie. Uh, the astronaut at the beginning was actually oh, was one of the friends in in Bedazzled. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had to look it up because I was just like, yeah. uh, who's this? Like, is it just a, a random actor? And no, wow, look at a, that! A, uh, another Rotten <laughs> Gems in, We're gonna have to keep track of some of this. They're in half <laughs> of our Rotten Gems episodes. What an honor, or or a disgrace. Yeah. <laughs> what i want to say about yeah, holding up though is i was actually surprised at um the like the the dinosaurs and stuff that they didn't look awful. yeah they didn't i expected the cgi to, to kind of suck the only thing that was kind of like really questionable and it made me like oh, okay was that necessary was like at the very end when will was writing the not I say Will, I meant Will Ferrell, not Will Danny McBride's here. So Will Ferrell was riding the dinosaur and then he like flicked his tail and he made him land up on his feet on his back. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but that was part of a great joke. If he if, if he slides yeah. down like Fred Flintstone, my life is complete. Uh, so yeah, I mean holds up, not as good, I think. Uh, and it seems like Marcus, you're on board. What about you, Keenan? I think it holds up of as course. long as you know exactly what you're going in for. Like, if this is the type of movie that you would enjoy, yes. Uh, ten years is a long time, yeah. though, and some of these and, jokes... And again, like, if it's your type out. of humor, I want to touch on that, because I feel like at this point, you know what comedians you like or not. I know a lot of people who personally cannot stand Will Ferrell. And he does play a similar role in, in many movies, and this is no different to that. But, I mean... Uh, yeah, we already went through the uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, I know Keenan, you're yeah. not a fan of Adam Sandler, and it's the same, it's the same thing. Like he, this isn't much of a different Will Ferrell movie. So if if you like Will Ferrell, you like just turning your brain off and maybe getting some laughs and watching something a little different, then absolutely, still holds up, I think. But um, Keenan, you watched the director's cut, didn't you? Any any other like gems in that? So I watched it twice, one with the uh, commentary on, and uh, a couple of things that were, were mentioned was the uh, the scene where they were doing the translation for uh, Chaka, when they were asking uh, why he was banished from his crime, or <laughs> banished from his tribe, and what his crime was. Uh, it, it turns out that the, oh. uh, the original <laughs> script was a little bit darker. Uh, the the actual translation was supposed to be he was uh, convicted of raping an <laughs> apple, and that's why he makes that motion. And if you watch oh. and he makes that motion, it kind of makes a little bit more sense. So is it, so basically, a, this a movie well. <laughs> was about to be "Call Me by Your Name," starring Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> "Call Me by Your Name," I'm pretty sure that, that was an Oscar-nominated <laughs> film. So. Maybe they should have done that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, watch <laughs> Call Me By Your Name. And there is a scene that it it, it transcends uh, and it involves an apricot. So uh, I, I still enjoy that movie. But that makes sense because this movie was supposed to be rated R initially. And then they, they cut it back to PG-13. It's a bold move because this was yeah, based uh, off Yeah, that's of funny because yeah, I never show. watched the original series, but to take a kid's show and already make it PG 13. 
I mean, you have to do that to cater to the crowd because I'm not seeing Will Ferrell make any kids' movies, but... But R is pushing it for a, a, a kids' TV show. And, it, and it's, it, the uh, TV show was actually... Uh, Rick was just a dad. He had, like, no scientific, like, expertise. He was just a dad, and that was his, his daughter, and I don't know about uh, Will's I think Will was but... also part of that family just from... When I was looking on IMDb, it looked like it so. Was how did they get so, into? How did they get into the space too. age thing, time continuum, whatever? Tachyo. It's actually it's oh. pretty interesting. They're they're on a <laughs> cool. routine expedition, and that's it. <laughs> so it's basically uh, it, it's all explained so in just the, like just uh, like the, Gilligan, uh, I was just gonna say Gilligan's Gilligan Island. Island. Anything you need to know, you just watch the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Something about a three-hour tour, and yeah, we get it. Warm, um, they're stuck there forever. So that is all I had written down to talk about. You guys have any other things you wanted to bring up? Um, I want to... The Zarn. Do you, do you know who the yes, Zarn was? I did know, or I saw that on... I did not. I, I, look it I was up. looking it up, too. Uh, what? Leonard Nimoy. Go ahead, Marcus. Was Zarn. Oh. That's where their, <laughs> their budget was. <laughs> so, let's say, 50, 50 million went to Will Ferrell. <laughs> 45 went to Leonard uh, I mean, a lot of it had to go to the dinosaurs and stuff. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but like none of the dinosaurs were available to shoot, so they had to they had to like CG some some in. Yeah, I'm, busy schedule. I'm sure they had a, uh, a Jurassic they're Park in high demand these somewhere. Days. I mean, <laughs> at that time, you've done Jurassic. Yeah, I mean, Park like they don't want to be typecast. They get it. Like, no oh, I'm a scary dinosaur about to eat people. Like. I would feel right. I, 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 uh, I want to do a love story. Speaking of the scariness, though, uh, I was actually surprised at how scary the uh, <laughs> the sleeve stacks looked when they like opened their oh, jaws. Yeah, like the second I mouth inside or that. something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, that I wish I had two mouths. Creepy. I could eat pizza while I eat pizza. <laughs> I was gonna say that it's probably a good thing we don't have two mouths. <laughs> Eat Sounds double. lovely. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. I mean, you you could <laughs> you could eat it through. Oh, like uh, we're going ends. South Park here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it goes. Uh, doesn't it bypass it's your lip or something? That isn't that why? Like, isn't that why? Like when kids like <laughs> kids are get their hands on alcohol. Like I don't know. I never did it, but you get where I'm going. You get where I'm going. <laughs> what? You never heard the thing? Like kids would like. Soak a tampon in vodka or something and put it in their butt, and it's supposed to like make you get really drunk. No, it bypasses your liver or something. I I never heard of that for not not kid. kids. When I say kids, I, I mean I like remember... 15, 16 year old kids that like get their hands on alcohol. I I just I remember like uh, watching like a documentary about some like Native American tribe that would do like alcohol enemas, and they would just get wasted. And we watched oh, that in school. I right, think. right before the episode of Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> so, so you, yeah. So, I mean, so you watch it happen, and then Bill Nye explains that. why. Right. Perfect. <laughs> Pretty much. Now, nowadays we've evolved, and we just get absolutely smashed on a white claw. Uh, one last thing before we move on, uh, I kind of have a theory on how this movie actually came to be. And it actually goes all the way back to uh, 2001. And we can give thanks to Kevin Smith for this. In the movie, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, Will Ferrell plays a wildlife marshal whose name is Federal Wildlife Marshal Will and Holly. Oh, which weird. is the <laughs> name of all of the characters. Oh, and, he's, and he's a marshal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he took... Wow! Yeah, what, he's what Marshall, huh. Will, and Holly. <laughs> 2001. 2001. So from 2001, Will Ferrell let that stew. Now I'm wondering if, if when he until saw 2009 this, when he made this again, I don't know how any of this works, but like the people that made the movie, do you think they sought him out, or do you think he saw that this script was available and and his agent was like, let's get let's get Will for that? I don't know how that works. Uh, I don't know because. Sometimes, My uh, guess. you know, bigger comedians like that, especially Will Ferrell, who's so big, like, um, he could probably have just been like, hey, I want to work on a, 
I want to do a Land of the Lost movie. I'm, sh- I'm sure, like yeah. He's got some pulling power. Uh, the other thing I can think is uh, his age range would probably put him around the same time of the original That's true, airing of the show. So he might have been a fan of the original. That's the year my mom was born. Ha <laughs> ha, well, you don't we, know where Maiden Now we know name. one of your security <laughs> questions. <laughs> Which is... Well, Which I, is... I don't even know her maiden name. <laughs> I should figure that out. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah, she you don't know my dad's us. middle name, which is Leroy. <laughs> yeah, um, you are Jenkins. All right, guys, I think it's time for our next segment here, which is a little game we like to call Bed, Wed, Behead. So we're gonna take three characters game. from the movie. <laughs> so good. Um, obviously, again, we we as we explained before, we're three straight dudes, and it makes obvious sense to throw the women in here. So that's why we usually don't. And we're just taking um, this out of this, and we're just going to pick three people. Especially since there are... <laughs> there's this literally movie does not pass the Bechdel movie. test. And we are, we are aware of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, obviously, I have to pick... I have to. Our man, Chaka. All right. Uh, I think I think it would be easiest to uh, probably go with the three main characters, but I'll let Keenan pick his own character. Uh, I'll go with Danny McBride. Right. And I'm going to throw a wrench <laughs> into what you want, and Ooh. I'm going to say Matt Lauer. Okay. Well, <laughs> that does make one of them very yes. easy. All right. I think I know how this is going in my head, but let's see what you guys got. All right. Uh, I'll go. I'll uh, suck it, Matt Lauer. Lauer. Get that out of the way right away. <laughs> All right, the other two is a little tougher. Um, I don't see. See, so it's a little hard because do you want to be married to Chaka? Because you probably don't know his language, but maybe eventually you pick it up. Uh, but he also is a prince. So he might feel a little entitled. Uh, but Danny McBride probably would get a little tiring too. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Mary Chaka and uh, right. bed Danny All right. McBride. Keenan, what are your thoughts? I yeah. did differ. Uh, obviously, Matt Lauer. <laughs> Peace out, homie. Uh, but I said wed... Danny McBride's character will uh, just because he is motivated. <laughs> he is always That's looking true. for the he... goal of building his own <laughs> casino. Yeah, Don't make he... him mad though. <laughs> what happens, <laughs> if, what happens if he gets mad? I, I, uh, uh, I'm going to have to side yeah. with you, Keenan, and add on also that he is loyal <laughs> and he'll be there um, whenever you need it, except, except that one time, because honestly he didn't really expect you to call him the favor this soon. So on this one, unfortunately, <laughs> I'll ha- he has to say no. But I think it's going to be awesome for you and for your personal growth to just hit that one solo. But the next time, he's there for you. So I, I am in agreement with you, Keenan. Um, brings us to our next game here. Um, we like to call it Six Degrees of Who, where we pick a person from the movie, an actor, and we go to a random celebrity list. Pick, pick the first name we see and try to connect them. Um, six degrees of Kevin Bacon style, but we alternate um, going one at a time. And sometimes it's been chaotic. Sometimes we get the order wrong. <laughs> it goes super, it goes it goes super fast, fast pretty if we rough skip somebody and then we didn't find out about it until editing. <laughs> After we... So let's see. Who wants to start? So, right, I mean, whoever's going to start can pick. Well, who are we going to? All right, uh, all right go ahead. I'll, I'll start. Uh, Bobby J. Thompson. Oh. <laughs> I know who that is. So, well, like, you, well, you can start, Keenan. Bobby J. So, Thompson, uh, who? Well, yeah, save it. Oh, well, okay. Uh, yeah. You got to do the random, well, who random generator here? list. Okay. Oh, fuck that. I am not doing Tom Cruise. <laughs> no. No. No! Uh, 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 <laughs> nope, nope, it came up. I, I oh my god. Can, can we do the second one on the list? <laughs> it's Tom Cruise. 
Oh no! Think, oh, man. No, no, no! I'm so stoked. We're gonna do. It took four episodes. Do four episodes. episodes we got. We'll you do both want to do it, so majority it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Hey, <laughs> we don't know the outcome. Okay, I don't Let's know what Mark's gonna vote for. If you want to, if you want to do hey. Tom Cruise or not, yay or nay. So we'll say. Okay. okay. Any fun? All right. Any yays? <laughs> Yeah, Yay. I figured. All right, fine. Bobby uh, J. Thompson I, I to fucking yeah. Tom Cruise. And for those of you wondering who Bobby J. Thompson is, um, it's funny because I he was in this, and I and I remembered at the beginning, but n- thinking back, like I haven't really seen him like post role models. <laughs> I I don't know. Well, I, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, actually, actually, hold on. Go I, I just. I just looked it up, and Role Models was before this, so this was this was actually yeah. the last thing I remember seeing him in. I'm on his IMDb page right now, and he was in a TV series in 2019. Yeah, he's he um, child actor. If you've seen Role Models, um, you know exactly the kid I'm talking about. He played one of the kids in the science class that Will Ferrell was teaching in the very beginning of the movie. Bobby J. Thompson of Tom Cruise. Do it, Keenan. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, let's go classic Bobby J to Paul Rudd in Role Models. And is that, is that me or Marcus? Uh, All right. By the way, Role uh, Models. Go ahead. Great go. movie. Um, I wish it wasn't certified fresh because I would love to talk about that one on here. Oh, All right. Paul perfect. Rudd. And then um, we did set our own rule to only go through one <laughs> Marvel movie. So. We're going to keep that rule. Um, so we've got Paul Rudd. I, I mean, I can make this super easy right now. And I, and part of me wants to because fuck you guys for picking Tom Cruise. Fine. Paul Rudd was in uh, Endgame with Do Robert it. Downey Jr. Do it. <laughs> See, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know where you want to go. We just talked about this movie. We could do it and then do it but, again with who uh, I have I second on the do list. <laughs> do we want to set the record for doing this in three steps? No. I think okay. we should. All right. Do it. Rob- do it. And right. Robert and Downey it. Jr. was in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey well, was in. Did, I did either. All right. Well, oh, wait, did I go? Yes, I did. I went to Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that's right. It's back to me. <laughs> well, I didn't see this coming, so I'm kind of caught off guard here. Uh, dang. Matthew McConaughey. I'll go Magic Mike. <laughs> we'll, we'll go to Magic Mike. And Marcus, try not to steer us off from this you, one. You're talking about uh, Jonah Hill. Tatum. Uh, Channing Tatum. Let's see. Easy. Channing Tatum. I can go with this. Channing Tatum was in. He was in that Gambit movie. That that hurts, man. Too soon, man. Let's go. Let's go, Dear John, with Amanda Seyfried. All right. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Seyfried. That's your own damn fault, Marcus. Back to Tom Cruise. Yeah, we could have ended this in three. <laughs> Bitch slap of truth right there. It's your own damn vault. <laughs> it is our own damn vault. All right. I'm going to go with Mamma Mia with... Um, isn't it Meryl, who's the, isn't who's, it Meryl Streep? Who's her mom yeah. Mamma Mia? Now I'm getting a blank. Yeah, Meryl Streep. Uh, probably my <laughs> favorite movie of all time. Then, uh, okay. okay. Meryl Streep was Anne in Hathaway The Devil Wears Prada. Get smart with, with Dwayne the Dwayne Dwayne. Right. Sorry, I am trying to keep track this time. <laughs> Dwayne the Drain. Dwayne Drain. <laughs> Dwayne the Main Dwayne Drain. The drain. <laughs> all right. Ah. Is he not I in any Tom Cruise movies? Yeah, he, he feels like he's in some kind of action movie with him. All right, I'm going to go uh, uh, Hobbs and Shaw with uh, Jason Statham. 
Jason Statham. Ooh, love that. Movie. I kind of want to go with Crank. Yes. Do you know any other person in Crank? Amy Smart. <laughs> Amy Smart. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Amy isn't it Smart? Amy. That's the only uh, smart person. Yeah. In that okay. Movie. So to, to Crank with Amy Smart. Okay. Um, let's do. Let's see. Amy yep. Smart. Let's go another movie I love with. Um, <laughs> Okay, here we go. We're going to go Just Friends with Anna Ferris. Anna <laughs> Ferris. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you were hoping uh... I'd do something else in this, in this game, Marcus? <laughs> right, Is that what you were hoping? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I've screwed us, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to get yeah. Anna Ferris. <laughs> yeah, you did. It's a Tom Cruise. <laughs> Their little bubbles of actors do not uh, really meet up in that Venn diagram. Sure. You did this. <laughs> so I just keep going. I'm going to say Anna Ferris was in uh, Take Me Home Tonight. Yeah, fun fact that's Ferris actually where Pratt. they met and started dating, was during that movie. And then eventually got divorced. Wow, Marcus, you made us sad twice tonight. Yeah, now, now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm one more going for the turkey here. Uh, another, oh, okay. Lay another, <laughs> a couple more uh, sports terms for you, Brett. Uh, three strikes <laughs> in baseball, you're out. And a turkey Wait, I thought the bowling, bowling one was good. Is also three strikes in a row. They've so, got to change yeah. their terminology. If you get three strikes in bowling, then that's good. <laughs> if you get three strikes in baseball, then that's bad. <laughs> I, I think I got to trust Keenan more listen, on this one. Listen, I, I hate bowling, so I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you. Guy? If you look at uh, our logo, who's wearing the sports to? jersey you in the drawing? This guy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Uh, yeah. Okay. I think we might be getting a little bit yes. closer. I'm up, right? Chris Denzel. Pratt was Ooh, in The Magnificent All right, let's Seven go Denzel with to Denzel. Ethan Hawke in Training Day. Back at Magnificent Seven, pretty much. Uh, Ethan Hawke in a Tom Cruise movie. I feel like Ethan Hawke just does a bunch of uh, <laughs> <Their> butt, <laughs> Denzel right? Washington movies. I... I instantly regret this, guys. Isn't Ethan isn't Ethan Hawke supposed to be like Tesla um, in the movie coming up or something? I think he's playing Nikola Tesla in the movie. I could be I could be wrong about that. Oh, is he? Okay. Um, uh, or maybe maybe it's I'm already out. I, don't know. I remember seeing about it a while back, but I don't even know if it's out. A... Remember uh, seeing another like Western movie? preview called like the kid and he's in that with uh i think vincent d'onofrio is also in that um 2020 tesla yeah I'm which go by with the vincent way D'Onofrio i have to say the kid greatest kingpin of all time i didn't mind uh oh, i just remembered uh, michael, clark, michael duncan died. clark duncan that's the third time you've made me sad tonight yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I did it, guys. I did it. Turkey. Vincent D'Onofrio. Right, Thanks a me. lot, Marcus. We're gonna we're gonna be here for a Buckle while. Buckle up, now. guys. This is gonna be the longest I mean, one. I'm, I'm sure, sure we're frustrating the hell out of our listeners who see already. like these easy connections. In... <laughs> it's like uh, we could have. Yeah. Got, I mean, besides the Robert Downey Jr. one. Yeah, so Which you all know we could have done this in three steps. on purpose. Just Fun. want you to know that. Aim rhymes with carcass. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. Uh, let's go Vincent D'Onofrio to Mark. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, no, that's you, Marcus, right? That's me? No, that's... Um, okay. Yeah. Yep. Let's see, Men in Black. Who we got? We got a few people. All right. Um... Well, you no, know, you got to do Tommy Lee Jones. He just did Men in Black. Oh yeah, you you had to Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Don't Marcus. Otherwise, right, you're gonna so have to do Tommy it. Tommy Lee Jones. Let's go. 
I'm trying to think of somebody who's in a movie with Tom Cruise. For thanks for making <laughs> Isn't me that have the to worst think for you right now. Trying to think um, of Tom Cruise. God, <laughs> I, I I think I hate what I'm about to do, but I I did not like this movie at all. But no, I'm not going to do it. I was going to go through Cowboys and Aliens, but. Um, okay, fine, fine. I'll do this. Tommy Lee Jones was in Small Soldiers with Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Come oh, on, Marcus. <laughs> I, I, I know. Oh, there we go. Okay. <sighs> I'm not. I su- swear to God, dude. Okay. I swear. I'm to not going to do it to you guys because now I'm annoyed at myself. But Kirsten Dunst was in interview. Uh, yeah, the vampire movie. I don't know what Tom Cruise. <laughs> the vampire movie. I, I guarantee you, Kristen does the vampire. Yeah, interview with a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> like the best part of you making the choice to make this go longer is it impacted you the most. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. How, Dang. how many steps was that? Was a uh, what's his name? Nineteen. That was nineteen. You know, not the worst for how bad it got. What's weird? Tom Cruise. Do you want to know something so weird? First started acting. I wish I was (laughs) done with this 19 minutes ago. (laughs) 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 We're all connected. We're all connected. So that brings us to our last segment of the night, guys. And that is our favorite best bad reviews of. Land of the Lost. So I got a, I've got Derek, a bad go review first. here. It's right, from a Wendy Ide, I-D-E, with The Times UK. And she says, A doughly inexpressive Will Ferrell extinguishes any flicker of originality in one of the worst performances of his career. So first off, Wendy, fuck you. Um... And here's and here's why for a few reasons, right? Um, flicker of originality. So you do know that you sat down and you watched a Will Ferrell movie, correct? Like you were there, you watched this. And also, one of the worst performances of his career. I'm going to go ahead again and say this is a Will Ferrell movie. Will Ferrell plays the same character in every movie. He is typecast. He just plays the nutty, funny guy who's like not all there, whatever. See any movie and it's Will Ferrell's same performance so the movie was bad perhaps worst performance of his career i don't know but the biggest problem i have with this was the second word of her review when she says a doily inexpressive and i was like did she just call this man fat and i looked it up i don't i've never heard the word doily used before she sure as hell did so it's one thing if you don't like a person, but to call them fat and on top of it, like, ha, look at this fat loser. Not cool. And now I'm getting high school flashbacks. So I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? <laughs> I would, is I would, that really? uh, Will Ferrell, he like runs marathons and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he, he obviously has a little bit extra stomach weight, but it's not like. It's not like unhealthy. He's interesting. I think that's just how his body is. Let's let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she was talking like donut wise, you know, like the <laughs> things you eat for uh, breakfast. I, I mean, they're kind of like a sweet dessert, right? No, you I mean, yeah, you can. What, what's what's the like problem? Eating cake for breakfast. <laughs> Uh, the problem is this podcast is going to end with Parkus <laughs> and I fighting. Listeners are donuts breakfast. We're literally the dessert. We can't. What are your thoughts? Chime off on our Instagram. Uh, so right. my review was Amy Nicholson from IE Weekly. I don't know what that is. It's not Entertainment Maybe Weekly, age. so I have no idea. Um, she wrote, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Farrell plays Dr. Rick Marshall, quantum paleontologist. Uh, well, kind of. He, he's really just Will Farrell, guy who wears speedos, <laughs> no matter what movie he's in. So it's pretty similar to Brett's critic. <laughs> and it's like, seriously, 
if you don't know what you're going into on a Will Ferrell right. movie, why, why bother? Like, it, it, he again, he plays basically the same character. I think he's played in like two movies that I can think of that aren't, you know, the slapstick. Which ones are you talking about? Lowbrow comedies, like uh, that Everything Must Go movie. And then the um, Stranger Than Fiction, which it's like, I it's like when, when uh, pretty good. Jim Carrey went on but, his like little serious streak. I mean, in in, in the best Jim way. Jim Carrey's a weirdo though, so <laughs> I think it's it's a little different. <laughs> I don't know. I saw that documentary about him. <laughs> yeah, I saw the documentary <laughs> about him playing uh, uh, what's his name, Andy Kaufman. And Andy that Kaufman. guy, he just seems I, like. I, He's weird. Yeah, <laughs> he's just method. Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind was people amazing. who act method can be yeah. very dangerous. Probably in up in my one of my top favorites. Not not a slapstick, but he he was great in that. But Agreed. yeah, again, seriously, you know what you're getting with Will Ferrell. So it's like just sit back, turn your brain off. Especially like I know these these reviews were the written comedy. like probably when this movie came out, but. If you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking like, okay, like one of, one of two things, you either watch this movie and you wanted to see our take on it, um, or you have no idea anything about this movie and you're like, yeah, maybe after hearing it, I should do this. It's 2020. Look for any excuse you can to turn your brain off. So yes, turn your brain off and watch this movie. You've heard it here first. All right, Keenan, you're up. The more you know. All right, uh, so mine is from Joe Morgenstern of a little publication called The Wall Street Journal, or <laughs> The Wall, as the, the cool kids call it. Uh, and he says this dramatical, dramatically, thematically, and artistically bankrupt comic <laughs> fantasy costs something in the neighborhood of $100 million to Oof. make and isn't worth the celluloid it's printed on. Yikes. Uh, first off, fun at parties. this doesn't sound like somebody who <laughs> would enjoy any type of movie like this. <laughs> uh, this may be my new favorite uh, critic to poll, so expect more Isn't from that, as Joe Morgenstern. Isn't that, that lady voice? running for president? <laughs> I'm all for it. Oh, every time. Uh, uh, <laughs> could you just look up the, the critic name and then, like go see all the movies that they reviewed? <laughs> I did, and I read Love plenty that. of them, and they will be making it. Making All right, guys, um, that is Land of the Lost, which once again it scored, <laughs> once again scored twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes by critics. Yes, damn right it is. Critics think <laughs> that Michael Bay's Transformers was still a better movie than this one, which again is at fifty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We will not rest until until this is fixed. Somebody fix this. <laughs> that should be the goal of this podcast: is to eventually get enough people to become say, critics. They have to, to lower be, the score of that movie, like certified <laughs> critics or whatever. Can you go back and rate a movie that? But can you go back and rate a movie that old? Like, Sick what are the burn. criteria? Because, like, it's funny because, like, you, when you buy a DVD or something or a Blu-ray and it has like certified fresh on the case, I'm like, isn't that a little cocky? Like, yeah, it's it's <laughs> like it's fresh now, but what if some this asshole like change. gets all of his friends and like, hey, dude, let's go trash this movie. <laughs> And that—that's <laughs> the strategy. You, you make a movie and immediately say it's fresh after yeah. you review it. Well, I mean, when we and then print it, it was when we it saw was when we did heavyweights. Was it one of our reviews like RS <laughs> like 2014 or something? <laughs> yes, guys, like, go yeah. be a critic yes. and downvote. So we can do. That's this. all we're asking. Make your. But I do want to leave uh, our listeners harder. with this. Um, <laughs> so just important, you know, times are tough these, these days. So listen, guys, sometimes you'll be presented with tough decisions in life. We can just pretend we're asleep and hope they go away. Or we can act. Because in the words of Dr. Rick Marshall, there's always a way out. Because if you don't make it, it's your own damn vault. Um, 
that is Land of the Lost. So join us next time, guys, where we talk about The One, starring Jet Li. Um, this should be interesting because this is our first, I guess, non-comedy movie that we're talking about here. So I feel like we're pretty comfortable in this little comedy niche we got. So it could be a disaster. You might not want to miss that. Um, <laughs> until then, what do we say, fellas? Have we got it down yet? <laughs> <laughs> do it. <laughs> Three, oh, two, yeah. one, oh, totally. go. You ready? Do you want to count it down? <laughs> you planned that, you assholes. Right on. Do dinosaurs have boobs? <laughs>